everyone. Welcome back and here we are. We made it to week number three for Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. So thank you for joining me again. I'd like a big shout out to my mum, my dad, my two sisters and brother for their um, committed following. So I still have five followers, which I'm really thrilled about. <laughs> I'm hoping it might be up to six maybe this week or seven. Um, anyway, no, seriously, uh, thanks a million for joining in and welcome. I'm here in Dallas, Texas, in the studios talking about Ireland, the real Ireland, my Ireland, the Ireland that I know, and giving you some travel tips, giving you some places, uh, suggestions, um, favorite Irish finds and more. We're going to talk to Irish celebrities. We're going to do live feeds. So there's a lot more planned in the coming weeks. So I'd like to start off by saying thank you last week to Glenn Mead. Uh, the Irish author who joined us and um, Glenn uh, was going to choose two people who were going to receive copies of his books um, and uh, he was supposed to give it to me last night but uh, maybe he did uh, maybe forgot but I want you to know that he's on it he's going through the feed and he will choose two people because I don't want to choose uh, in case I know people or you know in case my parents are on there well they won't be they are not on Facebook but I would like to say that we will be announcing the two winners for the two copies of uh, autographed copies of one of Glenn Mead's books. OK, so this week I thought I'd like to start talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and that's Irish food. This one is really important. Anna, you know how I feel about this already, don't you? Uh huh. Yep. We've been talking about it. Yep. And one of the things I wanted to start with is um, well, actually, before I do that, I want to give you a couple of travel tips. Sorry, I'm running ahead with myself. And I wanted to talk to you guys about airports. So think about when you're flying to Ireland. I mentioned to you before, there's two major international airports, um, one on the West Coast, Shannon Airport, on the East Coast is Dublin Airport. And there are two other airports, uh, Belfast and Cork Airport, of Cork is, uh, course, as well. Uh, but the major international ones um, for the US are coming from Dallas or coming from Chicago would be to fly into Shannon or to fly into Dublin. And now the map that I'm showing you is doesn't actually have the airports highlighted. That's actually going to be used for later on, but leave it up. Um, but you can see Dublin on the East Coast, that'd be one airport. But the pin over there where Limerick is, Shannon's actually not far from there. But those are two airports. And think about this. Think about flying into one and out of the other. A lot of people think they have to fly in and out of Dublin or fly in and out of Shannon. But it really helps if you fly into one airport and out of the other, Anna, you can um, basically, you can, circum you, you can do a much more efficient route instead of having to double around and go back again to the airport and you get to see a lot more. And the other thing I feel really passionately about is would you stop trying to speed date with Ireland people? That's actually the title of this episode, by the way. Oh, it is? What's uh -huh. it called? Yeah, stop uh, speed dating with Ireland. <laughs> of course. And for those of you that don't know, but I'm sure everybody knows, you know, that new modern concept of speed dating where you go and you have the guy and the girl and they're there and it's, you know, the bell goes in two minutes, you move on to the next place and the next place. I work with clients all the time who are going to Ireland and, and that's like my biggest challenge is trying to get them to just take a breath. When you go to Ireland, you're going to be on Irish time, first of all. And then secondly, just just slow your jets, cool your jets. Um, stay somewhere at least for two nights. If you can't do three or four, but do two, because this constant, you know, one night, one night, one night, one night is so frenzied that you're constantly sort of packing up your bag and zipping up your toiletries and getting out before noon and you're losing a lot of hours. 
you know those hours could add up to a day in your week vacation so and no matter where i send you or where others send you in ireland it doesn't matter. There, there's just beautiful places everywhere. You know, you could be in one region in Cork or you could be up in County Monaghan or County Leitrim and you could spend a week there and you haven't enough time. So trust me, wherever you go, it's going to be beautiful. Um, the other thing I want to tell you, too, is um, TSA. You know, I don't know if you know about this, Anna, but you mm-hmm. can do pre-clearing in Dublin and Shannon. So, right. You were telling me how, how amazing it is. Yeah. And, and that's really important because it's the American. You're basically on American soil in the airport. So you do all of your customs immigration in, in Ireland so that when you land in the United States, it's just like being a domestic flight. You just get off and go, which is great after a long flight. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to tell people about is a little tip. Um, it's a card called the OPW card. Uh-huh. And we'll give a link to this. Um, I don't know if we'll do it later on in the feed, Anna, or, or yeah. how we do this. But yep. um, I have, I'll, I'll be posting right now. Okay, it's called heritageireland.ie. And OPW stands for the Office of Public Works. And this is the uh, branch of government in Ireland that looks after as you guess, the public works. So look after all of our, um, they could be castles or stately homes or visitor attractions. So they all come under this umbrella of OPW um, for Heritage Ireland. Now, I don't have one with me because mine expired and I threw it away, but it's, it's like a little credit card and it costs, I know it costs 40 euros for a year for an adult. It costs 30 euros, 30 euros for a year if you're 60 and over, and it's 90 euros for a family. And the card is activated not on the date that you actually pay for it, but the date of your first use, which is really good. And it lasts for a year. Now, why is this important? There are a lot of attractions around Ireland that are actually free, but then there are others that are five euro, 10 euro, 15 euro. And, you know, if you buy one of these cards and you only go to two or three places, it's already uh, you've already used it, you know, um, got your value out of it. Um, I buy it. And even if I only use it twice, for some reason, I, I just feel like I'm kind of donating to the upkeep of these incredibly important, you know, national monuments and everything. So it's really important. But now, March 17th is approaching St. Patrick's Day, and we all know what that means. For me, it's going to be the onslaught, absolute onslaught of green beads, corned beef and cabbage, beer, beer with green dye in it, Mm, plastic shamrocks, yep, leprechauns, um, and and that'll be it. That'll be the and sum total. And people with fake beards, just pulling fake beards. I don't know why. Fake beards. It's what is thing. it about the fake beards? Maybe the leprechaun know. thing. Leprechauns, yeah. And I'm not here to to knock people's fun. My God, I'm not trying to be <laughs> a killjoy either. But I wanted to tell you about something. I did it yesterday to update this, and I've been talking about this on Twitter recently. So, Anna, do we have that photo that uh-huh. I did on Google search? So yep. I did an updated one yesterday and I googled Irish food and under Irish food um, across the tab I clicked on images and these were the top ones that came up in my feed now I don't know what it's going to be like where you are whether you're in Switzerland or Dublin or whether you're in Wisconsin but you know I'm assuming it's still the same search engine but this is what came up now whilst some of them are okay you know this is still this is not good and when I say this is not good because I see the obligatory corned beef and the sausages and everything thrown in and it's not good because it's not fair on what's actually happening and has been happening in Ireland over the years. It's just been a food revolution is the only thing I can call it. It is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. And from the farmers, the artisans, the journalists, the chefs, the restaurant owners, the hoteliers, the cafe owners, 
they've all been doing their part to raise the profile of Irish food and elevate it to a standard that is comparable and if not better with French and Italian cuisine. So why are we not getting that message over here in America? And Anna, you and I've talked about this and I've talked about it with people in the studio and they still, you know, today somebody said to me again about corned beef and maybe I can do corned beef and cabbage for TV next week and I won't oh. be doing that. So this brings up the discussion on Irish food and there is a hashtag that they have in Ireland, which is very good. It's a hashtag is this is Irish food, which is great. And it has beautiful imagery on there. But the problem being is people are not searching this is Irish food, are they? They're yeah. searching for this time of the year or if somebody's doing a project, they're searching. You work for a magazine, you work for Bon Appetit or Sever, and you're thinking, I need to do a Google search. They're going to look for Irish food. They're not doing this is Irish food. And so I'm asking you, if you have a good photograph and you have anything nice with Irish food, um, mark it as Irish food, and that will help change the imagery uh, on our um, social media profiles. So I'm going to talk to you about a few places that I love. And have we got that map again? Yep. And one of them is just an hour south of Dublin. It's in County Wicklow. And Wicklow's known as the Garden County. And if you look at the map, just it's about an hour south of Dublin. And this place is one of my favourites. And it's a little gem. It's called Brook Lodge at McCredden Village. This hotel has everything you need and more. Um, and what I mean by that is it's quiet. It's at the foot of the Wicklow Mountains. It's close to Glendalough, Powers Court. You can go sightseeing. But what I love about Brook Lodge, and they have a spa, and they have a golf course, and they have all sorts of things you can go on walks, is the food. And what's so special about the food there is a chef by the name of Evan Doyle, and he runs the restaurant there called The Strawberry Tree. Um, somebody sent me this in the mail. I don't know if I showed you this, Anna. Ooh, what is it? I'm leaning over from a prop. So this is from the <laughs> Sunday Times in Ireland. I don't Ooh. know if you can see, see that. Yep, we can definitely see that. And it's the Ireland's 100 best restaurants. And I kind of pride myself on going off the beaten path and looking for places anyway. I tell my clients, and I keep telling you guys this every week, whenever I go over, I always add a few extra days, five days, hire a car and just go and look. And anything I like, I note. But in there was this one. Can you see that? That is darling. All right, so it's Wicklow, the strawberry tree. And that won um, an award is in one of the t uh, 100 best restaurants. Um, Evan Doyle and his team don't get enough respect for the fact that they run the only certified organic hotel in Ireland. Now, I took lots of photographs while I was over there. And I was sitting there and I was working on my laptop and I thought, I'm just going to do some writing about this. And to tell you that it's organic and the food is wild is an understatement. I, I took out my phone and just took a little video footage. Have we got it there? Um, of the uh, Brook Lodge? Or yeah. the other one? The poultry. Uh-huh. Right. Maybe we could show it to them because you wouldn't believe it if you didn't see it. But here I was sitting at my table with my laptop and up comes to the table. I don't know if it's running there or not. Yep. What do you think? I'm going to... There we go. I'm working away here. Can you see these guys? Hi. I mean, look at them. <laughs> They're just wandering around like out in the back of the hotel. You weren't oh. as scared that they would kind of. Uh, no, they're, they're, honestly, no. You know, you don't have to harness <laughs> them or shoot them or do anything. You know, they're they're happy doing their own thing. You can see they got bored with me. Off they went for a walk. 
And uh, this is in the grounds of Brook Lodge and McCredden. So um, then when I ate in the restaurant, before I went to the restaurant, I toured around and had a look and they forage everything uh, from wild garlic to pine needles in the forest. And they'll get them in a certain season. And they have this incredible cellar or where they preserve in these old rooms. Um, do we have a photo there of the bottles? Yeah. And it's, it's like a beautiful pantry, not like it is. And yeah, in people there, can see now as a little thumbnail. Um, well, it's got all these beautiful bottles and cordials. You know, everything from elderflower and the pine needles and everything are in there. And so that's, that's just incredible. And then I ate in there at nighttime. And one of the things I had was, God, it was delicious, the duck eggs. Oh, my God. Have we got a photo of the duck yes. eggs? That's showing on the stream. Let ah, brilliant. That. Mm. So I can't see what you guys see. That's right. the sad thing. So, um, but Yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. So the duck eggs, th that's what I had. It's just one of my, just, that was just before. What you is know? the texture like? How, how much, you know, because sometimes when you have milk, milk is different from if it's like cow milk or camel milk. Um, well, it, it, I'll tell it? you what it was, was the flavor. And duck eggs are mm. incredibly good for baking. Really? Um, yeah, no, and they were delicious. And then the other thing too is, do we have a little video snippet of Brook Lodge so people can see what it looks yes. like? Because I think if, you, if you're looking for a place to stay in Ireland and you want to go somewhere, you can swim, you can relax, you can have a spa, you can enjoy the food. They also offer foraging. You can walk and go foraging and they have cooking classes there. And um, they have um, a beautiful old church converted down at the end of the grounds, which you, you can get married in. And here's something else about this place that I love. They have weddings there too, but their weddings, they built another building separate from the hotel. So if you're going attending a wedding, and I think this is a really neat idea, Anna, that if you're attending a wedding, you stay in that other hotel because oh. they don't want to interrupt guests who are like me or right. others who went there to relax and enjoy the food and, you know. Or oh, have anyone have a free Irish meal. weddings <laughs> tend to get a little bit crazy and a little bit late. So, you know, if you're the person who's just been to the spa for the day and you want to go to bed and relax, you don't want to be woken up at one in the morning. All right, so when you're saying they get a bit late, what are we talking about? Because I know what late means in Portugal and I know what late means in the US, but... Uh, Let's put it this way, my brother's wedding recently, I think they went to bed around five or six in the morning. All right, that's Portugal, Portuguese standard. So, Let's move on from that, shall we? Um, and then I had a few images to show you of some um, Irish food, which is a bowl of soup that I had at Ballymaloo House in cooking school. I mean, when I say it's just a bowl of soup, it's not just a bowl of soup. It's the way they present it, number one. I love the um, the carrot the soup. Oh my God, that's darling. What is, what is that green thing? Is that pesto? No, 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 no. It's carrot soup, but it's uh, finely chopped herbs. Oh, interesting. And then... Um, oh, yeah. I get. I was just seeing the, the little uh, thumbnail, but now I can see the whole thing. But the, the carrots are grown outside. Oh so that's what Irish food is. Irish food is about all of the ingredients, um, you know, sustainable food, which is, is really important. And then I took people on a culinary trip last year. We went to Carlingford. Carlingford is on the East Coast in County Louth. And that's a place you need to check out. Gorgeous. Um, but we had oysters and mussels, so we were cooking with those. So I have an image of the, the mussels for you to see. And th this is what Irish food is about. Irish food is about, you know, the meat from the farm, uh, the dairy, um, berries. Baking is a big staple in Irish uh, cooking, uh, part of the Irish kitchen, which is another huge one. And then I want to lead into telling you, move across, if we move the map across, if we're going to bring the map up again. Uh-huh. Let's go to the other side of the country. Oh, that's going to be show too small. So let's just find that. Um, 
That's okay. While you're finding the map, it's a story mm -hmm. of a girl that I met years ago. And we've become good friends. And her name is Amen McDonald. And Amen is from the United States of America. So you've got Amen, who's the American girl in Ireland, and you got me, who's the Irish girl in America. And uh, it's funny how, you know, we've connected. But we met in Doonbeg in County Clare, and I don't mean we met accidentally. We, we arranged to meet there because we were following each other on social media back then. And so we got together. There's a photograph of the two of us there. You know, we look like we're in love, actually, just sitting there. That's <laughs> funny. You can tell I just came in off the beach with my Texas Rangers baseball cap wow. and my sunburn. But that's a men. And so we struck up a great friendship. And her blog, her cookbook, her Instagram, you got to follow it. Amen McDonald, or I think it's the Farmet. Actually, I should know that. We'll put um, that I'll up. I'll find out. I'll we'll find put out. it up. We'll put it up. And then there's a photo of us uh, in 2017 when I went to visit her over in Limerick. And we were at Glynn Castle. So there's a photo of the four of us four girls at Glynn Castle. Glynn is in County Limerick. It's in the very north northern part, right on the estuary there. And Glynn Castle has been in the Fitzgerald family for over 700 years. That's Catherine Fitzgerald there in the photograph at the Wait, end. You're saying that it has been in the family for that long? That's so, They live there? 700 years. Oh my goodness. The last, like, her father was again. the last night of Glynn. So you oh. can actually book that castle and you can have the whole castle for the night if you want. Is there a lake in the background that we're that's seeing? The, that's the water, it's the ocean. Oh, that's the, the estuary. ocean. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm going to put, put that on. The, you've seen this image before, but yeah, that's that's so great. And that's me on the left, um, the red hair. And then the Imen is in the, I won't say the middle, she's second from the right. And then that's Catherine Fitzgerald on the right, on the far right, um, who owns the carrots in her family. She's married to Dominic West, actually, the actor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And um, I think it was Taylor Swift stayed there over Christmas when she was doing some writing. She took Glenn for a few weeks. Just casually. Yeah, like you do. But anyway, so Amen and I do a lot together and she um, is going to be part of my tour. So this coming September, from September 7th to the 15th, I'm leading a tour to Ireland. So you can come with me if you want. Uh, we are going to be in Limerick. We're going to go to Adair Manor. We're going to go to Longville House. We're going to go across to Ballymaloo House and Cooking School, West Cork. But um, And then we're going to stay in Dromolan Castle. Um, little nugget about Dromoland, but we'll keep them guessing. We're going to do a live feed with Dromoland next week, people. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. But um, with the men, what we're going to do is for everybody who comes on this trip with me, they are going to get a copy of her book. Do you see this book? The Farmet. Huge. Uh, we actually also have a photo of that. I'm going to put that on the stream. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. this book is incredible. So it's Recipes and Adventures for My Life on an Irish Farm. And I have to tell you, men, I mean, you and I are friends and I'm just saying this on the air, but it's written beautifully and I, I don't have to say that. Um, and what's The imagery on the book is also incredible. Well, it really is. I'm, I can show a few. I'm sure they won't mind. But she married an Irish farmer. And what's interesting about a man is she was a producer over here in the United States, worked for some big names, big TV shows, um, done all the big cities, you name it. And men's done it. Um, so you can tell her eye for detail with her photography and you'd know by her feed on her Instagram, um, you know, and then we have this. Oh, my God. Can you tilt it a little bit to the to forward? There we go. So can you see that? <gasps> it's darling. Okay. So what is this? This so is what her is this? recipe for, she calls it farmer's Sunday cake. Um, no, I went to the wrong page. I'm going to go back. This is her section on breads. 
and she has one um it's called a brack have you heard of a brack no so a brack is um, a tea loaf when i was growing up um my mother would just make tea loaf for brack and it's made with um fresh fruit uh no it's not me here it is i'm sorry guys this, this is, is live yeah this is live this. okay live what does that <gasps> say wow i can't see that it's too reflecting too much can you tilt it Forward and low, meh, no, it's not working. All right, I guess you've got to have to read it for us. Okay, well, anyway, it's called Diviner's Tea Brack. There's uh-huh. a story behind why she called it Diviner's. You have to read it in the book. But um, a brack is, um, in Irish, it's spelled B-R-E-A-C, because remember, we have another language, which is Irish. Um, translated into English was brack, B-R-A-C-K. And brack in Irish, what it means is speckled. Hmm. So... When we take our raisins, we take raisins um, or go- and golden raisins over here, uh, maybe some dried fruit, and you take a cup of hot tea. Now, we're all big Barry's tree drinkers in Ireland. I'm still my Barry's tea. Uh, love my Barry's tea from Cork. But take a cup of hot tea and a cup of your fruit and you soak the two of them and you leave them for about an hour. And what that does is the fruit absorbs the tea and plumps up and it gives it this wonderful flavor um just another layer to this little cake and uh can you see this cake i don't know if you can in the camera or not indeed i've I've made some here um some of my fruit sank to the bottom and then maybe you can tell me what i did wrong here and something is the proportions i might might have made a mistake but that lovely color on the on the slice is the tea you know yeah, so it's beautiful. So we would have that with a cup of tea. You could also put some butter on it if you want, some Kerrygold, um, Irish butter on there or something, because um, I love my Kerrygold. Um, but you can put some butter on there and have it with a hot cup of tea. So Emen does these wonderful, wonderful recipes. So I actually um, decided, so not only can you meet her when you come to Ireland, we're going to go to her farm. Can you imagine? You are, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, she's so great. And what she's going to do is going to take us all blackberry picking. Because you know over here when people get blackberries, you have to go buy a little box in the grocery store. Really? Huh. Yeah. So whereas in Ireland, we used to go blackberry picking as kids all the time. Just kind of uh, just on someone's property just because? Yeah, just the hedgerows. I mean, I used to go out blackberry picking in September for hours. We'd go out in our welly boots, you know, in the rain. And it didn't matter what the weather was in September oh. with a bucket. And you went off with your friends and we went blackberry picking and come Actually, back. Actually, my, my, uh, my aunt used to have a lot of blackberry uh, bushes. Is that what we call it? Blackberry well, they're normally bushes? hedgerows, like in, especially in Ireland. It's all hedgerows. They're wild huh. bramble because they're thorny as well. Okay. So I used to go and pick them up and I loved it. It's just such a, a fun thing to do. Am I going to get... Uh, you know, in trouble if I slip and fall. But the flavor (laughs) of the blackberries is so completely different, isn't it? Yes. I mean, they taste like blackberries. I mean, what else can I tell you? Um, But we're going to go blackberry picking with her. That's the And so whoever's coming with me, you got to bring your welly boots and we're going to, you know, hobble across the fields and do whatever we have to do, go blackberry picking. And then we'll go back to her farmhouse and she makes all her own butter. She churns butter and she will make us scones and blackberry preserve. I say preserve because in Ireland we call it blackberry jam. Um, here it's called jelly. And I'm not a fan of jelly because jelly's kind of uh, jellyish. Um, <laughs> but I like it where the fruits are made, you know, where they're seedy and I love all that, you know. Yeah, if everything is, is done from scratch, absolutely tastes oh, so much. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. So we're going to have scones, freshly homemade butter, blackberry preserve and a good whole hot cup of tea, you know, with with the men. And I think that's going to be really nice because you'll have her her cookbook in advance before going to Ireland. 
So that way you can enjoy looking at it, number one, before you go. And then when you read it and read the stories, uh, which, by the way, I was saying at the very beginning and I lost my train of thought was something struck me when I read this book is that I have read so many Irish cookbooks written by Irish people. And there's something very special about this because it's written by an American. And what I mean by that is that she is wearing her her American hat. She's explaining everything in the book. And I don't mean the how to cook or how to bake or whatever, but the stories behind it and the colloquialisms and everything. And that's very important to a recipe. So um, I love the book. I really do. So anyway, um, the other thing too is I thought I'd mention the Irish butter shortbreads you know, which is another kind of quick thing. Um, oh, her recipe for the, the for the tea back is in the book, by the way. So, but, you know, I used to make Irish butter shortbreads and I made them on the Martha Stewart show as well. And um, yeah, we, so we have some my, here my in the boxes. Yes. And, and I think you brought them on the first show as well. I don't know if I did. I, I think. Yeah, I think you did. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, I have to stop with the shortbreads. But so I put this <laughs> little package together. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it down here. Let me switch. I only down. have 10 of them, but I say 10. But now I think there's only seven left. Um, and it's for $50. It's the copy of the men's book. It's a box of Irish butter shortbreads and a beautiful linen tea towel with, you know, Celtic um, uh, designs embedded into the tea towel for $50. So if you're interested in those, they're on my Facebook page as well, but I just thought I'd mention that to you. But um, the shortbreads then is something that I'm going to make on TV next week. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do... Um, I'm trying Can to you say which channel on your Yeah, of course. Um, on Thursday, uh, March the 14th, mm -hmm. I'm doing uh, Fox 4, Good Day Dallas. Nice. And then on the Friday morning with Jane McGarry, I'm going to be doing uh, Good Morning Texas. Uh, in fact, I ran into Jane McGarry this morning. Did you? Yeah, I just ran into her outside. We just started chatting, you know. She told me about her golf trip to Ireland, you know, how she had lost a lot of golf balls in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> She's not alone there. And plenty of us have lost lost many a golf ball in Ireland. But uh, yeah, so she and I are going to be doing a little cooking segment next week on, um, it's ABC, the local one, Good Morning Texas, which is between 8 and 9 a.m. I'm going to do the Irish butter shortbreads. I'm going to show people how to make them, I think, and I'll do different flavoured ones. And then the day before, um, on Fox 4, I'm going to do something with uh, Irish salmon. And I got that recipe from my good friend, Nevin McGuire. Um, Nevin actually has McNeen House in Cavan. And he's another very famous Irish chef. Um, yeah, you were showing me great photos from, uh, from a feature. Well, in that, um, do you remember we were talking about this newspaper, the, the 100? Right. Yeah, so inside the very first page, when I opened it up, was... Um, Sorry, this is what's fabulous. Live. That's live, live. But I, I really want people to get an idea of what this looks like. Here's one of his creations. I hope I'm doing this justice. Yes. Can that you guys see this at all? We can definitely see it. It's gr it looks amazing. So that's Nevin's place in McNeen House in County Cavan. And I do a lot with Nevin. People will go cooking with me. And guess what? Nevin's going to be on our show in a few weeks. Yay, I can't Nevin McGuire. He's going to be talking about Irish food and, and some different things as well um, in, in a few weeks. I think he's coming on in April. And then the other person I wanted to talk about was uh, Catherine Fulvio. So remember I was telling you guys about Lords and Ladles? Yes, the, the Netflix show. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe it's NBC. Don't get me, don't hold me to this. Don't send me emails. Don't sue me. But if it's, if it's incorrect, correct me for sure. But I believe it's NBC 
filmed um, at Ballynockin Cooking School in Wicklow, again Wicklow, nice. for St. Patrick's Day. And Catherine Fulvio's on it and she was making the most delicious um, cakes and I, I don't know what she's making for the show but I just posted a few things on my Instagram feed, I think today or yesterday, she makes a Guinness and beetroot cake. I know. Sounds and amazing. She, I know, and she runs out to her gardens and you know picks whatever she needs for her topping on her food and her cakes. You know, and, and that's what I love about it. What is the ultimate color of the cake? It, it's actually a beautiful deep dark chocolate, um, oh. and it has some Guinness, but she has beetroot in there. So I want to talk to her about because um, beetroot I love. Um, I'm a huge fan I of beets. I love both. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure it must do. Well, like when you think about it, we have zucchini bread, right? That's true. You know, so um, there's lots of things. You know, with carrot cake. Um, so it makes sense that, and the other one I love is celeriac or cel, cel, how do you pronounce it over here? Oh, celeriac. The two, the two foreign ones wondering how that, that's Yeah, how we pronounce here. things. We kind of go back and forth on those, don't celeriac? we? Celeriac? I think Celeriac. I think it's the ugly duckling of vegetables, of root vegetables, hmm. but it makes the most incredible food. It's another fabulous one if you haven't seen that. But Catherine Fulvio, remember I said you guys to watch Netflix Lords and Ladles? So she was in one. She was in it with two other gentlemen. One is um, Paul Flynn from the tannery in Dungarvan, the chef, and the other is Derry Clark. And so the three of them do this series together where they go around Ireland, all the stately homes, um, and, and they have to recreate a recipe from maybe a hundred years ago or something. Really? Yeah. And huh. then then they have to serve it to the dinner guests, and it's very funny. Like I said, it's on Netflix, Lords and Ladles, and that's L-A-D-L-E-S, not ladies, ladles, as in the soup ladles. ladles. Hmm. And in the first season, um, episode five, I think, they're in a place called Ballywalter Park in County Down. Mm -hmm. And you got to watch that one. I took people to Ballywalter Park last year, so we're going to show some imagery on that in, in the coming weeks as well. But uh, Catherine's going to come on. That's super exciting. So I we're going to chat to Catherine. Yeah, because my mission is to get these guys over here to Texas. I, I love you guys in Ireland. I love that you go to New York and Chicago. But don't forget about us down here. I mean, Texas is a big state and Indeed. very friendly, right? Indeed. That's why both of us are here, right? Yeah. And <laughs> we, we, we love learning about new food and new people and new ingredients. And so I think the Irish need to come to Texas a bit more. So anyway, but on that note, um, I think I'll wrap up for today because I think people are probably busy and probably need to get going. I'm sure my family have to sign off now. So thanks again <laughs> to my mum, my dad and who aren't on Facebook and to everybody else for, for watching. But um, I hope you got a, a little flavour of Ireland this week and uh, we'll be chatting to you next week, hopefully connecting live with Dromolan Castle. Until then, bye y'all. Thanks. <laughs>